Hi, welcome all. Today, today as usual, uh, Shri Bindoji is taking Manduk Upanishad along with Gaudapada Karika. As all we know, this is one of the most wonderful Upanishads. Bindoji again and again uh, tells that, not only Bindoji, the, the entire Parampara believes that the knowledge of this Upanishads can give us the liberation here, now, and we need not to study anything further. That's what Bindoji emphasized while dealing with the first and second mantra itself. It's a very interesting Upanishad sessions. Uh, I request Bindoji to continue today. Thank you. Thank you, Bindoji. Please. Om Namo Brahma Dibyo, Brahma Vidya Sampradaya Kartrabyo, Vamsirishibyo, Mahabyo, Gurubyo, Namaha. Shankaram Shankarajajin Keshavam Bhadarayanam Sutra Vashikritao Vande Bhagavantao Punapunaha Ishuru Guru Ratmiti Murti Veda Vivakini Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya Sri Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Badram Karne Vishrunuyama Deva Badram Pasye Makshabir Yajatraha Tirai rangai istushtu vagum sastanu bihi Vyashema deva hitam yadayuhu Sostina indro vridashravaha Sostina pusha vishoveda Sostina stakshu arishtanemi Sostino brihaspadil dadatu O shanti Shanti, Shanti. Nityan, can you chant that Mangla Sutras? Om Pratyanam Shupratanehi Tirajaranikara Vyapi Bhir Vyapyalokan Bhuktva Bhogan Stavishtan Unarapidhishanod bhasitan kamajanyan pitva sarvan visheshan papati madhurabhung mayaya bhojayanno maya sankhya turiyam paramamamratamajam brahmayatanatosmi yo vishwatma Vidhija Vishayan, Rashya Bhogan, Savishthan, Pascha Chanyan, Swamati Vipavan, Jyotisha, Svena Sukshman, Sarvan Etan, Punarapi, Chanaihi, Vatmanisthapayitva, Hitva, Sarvan Visheshan, Vigata Gunagana, Atvasona Turiyaha Jagrada Ditrayon Muktam Jagrada Dimayam Tata Omkare Kasusam Vedim Yatpadam Tan Namamyam Om So in the Bantu Kya Upanishad, 
we completed six mantras, then eight karikas, and seventh mantra is to be now. We have to move on. Before that, I will chant the six mantras once again, so that it rings bell in all our minds. Omitteda daksharamidam sarvam tasyobabhyakhyanam budam bavad bavishyati sarvam omkarayeva yachanyatrgalakvihitam tadapyongkarayeva sarvam hetad brahma yamatma brahma soyamatma chatushpat jagaridastano bahipratnya saptanga ekona vimshiti mukha stulabuk vaishwanara pradamapadaha sopnapstano Andapratnya prasaptanga yekona vimsati mukaha, travidabutta bukta ijaso, didiya padaha, Yatrasupno kanjana kanjana kamun kamirena kanjana sopnam pasjadi tatsushuptam, sushupta stana eki budaha pratnyanagana, eva manan damayo hyanan dabukta ijo mukaha, pratnya tridiya padaha, esha sarveshura, esha sarvetnya, esha andaryami, esha yoni, sarvasya prabhavopyaya, he Bhutana. These are the first six mantras. So we saw that Om is representing Brahma and Etat Sarvam, all these things, whatever you can say, all Sarvam means including the speaker and what he is indicating. Everything, Sarvam Omkara is included in the word Omkara. And that itself is Brahma. Etat Sarvam Brahma. Soyam Atma Brahma. So this Atma touching the, the, the listener, the Upanishad says that this Atma, this self in you is Brahma. And that has to be understood as Soyam Atma Chatushpat. In the fourfold way we have to understand. And for that, there is nothing outside because if the Atma is ourself, is Brahma, we need not look outside. So the Upanishad says that look within. Jagaridastana, it means the waking, waking state of experience or waking realm of experience is Bahipratnya, is turned outward. We are controlled by the sense organs, both action and cognition, and then we get to know the gross world, Tula book. Vaishwanara is the name for the microcosm or the individual. Same is the situation in the macrocosm also, where the gross world is, is the creation of Virat. Virat is the cosmic body which is creating the gross aspects and that is to be understood as the first aspect of it pradamapadaha sopnasthana andapratnya saptanga ekona vimshati mukaha so pravibhukta bhukta ijasatriyapadaha now the second aspect which in our experience we know that apart from waking we have also dream sopnasthana and there the knowledge is andapratnya it is inward looking or placed inside and therefore they are pravibhikta book in the sense they are subtle in nature the grossness which we have in the waking is not there in the the dream and therefore it is subtle 
and that is the second aspect of it and yatra sukno na kanjana gamam kama yade na kanjana sapnam basyati tat sujukta where both grossness and subtleness is not felt and there is nothing which is prompting for the desire kanjana kamam kama yade there is no desires also the no desire of being the individual itself sushupta sthana eki bodha there as if everything has become one merged into a unity prajnanakana in the in the form of awareness solidified and therefore within there is nothing else to be there that is the anandamaya mayat means prachodyarte is the completeness of the ananda in that state that's why we also say that you know i had a good sleep i that happiness or the bliss which we obtain in our sleep is known to us only in waking but not while experiencing that and that is called prajna in the individual and ishra in the uh, in the gross in the cosmic sense esha sarveshwara esha sarvatnya esha antaryam esha yonihi sarvasya prabhava now why it is said sarvasya prabhava that the gross and the subtle is supposed to be appearing in that solidified of vijnana or solidified awareness when the projections of the grossness comes we get into waking when the projection of the subtle happens when we get into the subtle world now we should be very very clear because now the subsequent mantra is a very very important mantra and if one can understand it in its entirety when it is being told by the upanishad narrated by shankara in his bhashya cities he shankara himself says that shravana samakale eva jnanam bhavati the moment you listen to it you should it should shine in yourself or you should be knowing it for that he is giving lot of examples i'll read the shankara's bhashya word by word and explain it because that is only mantra where i need to take you hand holding through the mantras of the uh, the bhashya of the shankara's commentary then only it will become clearer from the point of view of what the upanishad is really conveying just reading the mantra you will we will not be in any way able to decipher it ourselves unless a master of the caliber of shankara who has come down to help us to understand the mantras so to know that in the karika when gaudapada explained he explained about trishudamasu yadbojyam bhokta yascha prakirtitaha ಸುಶುಕ್ತಿ from the experiential point of view 
ఏతత్వై ఉభయం ఎస్తు స భుంజానో లిపెదే దీస్ స్టేట్స్ ఆర్ ఇన్ రియాలిటీ నైదర్ ఈస్ పెయింటింగ్ ఆర్ కన్స్యూమింగ్ ద విజ్ఞాన ద ప్రజ్ఞ విచ్ ఈస్ దర్ విచ్ ఈస్ నోయింగ్ ద సబ్జెక్ట్ అండ్ ద ఆబ్జెక్ట్ therefore we should know how these things are happening it is explained in the 678 it is vinishaya you should be you should be very very clear that from sat only the creation can happen that means reality is the nature from which all the creations are happening so here he is telling that the creation is real satamiti vinishaya sarvam janayati prana chetam shun purusha pratak but there is a corollary for it sarvam janayati everything appears to have been created janayati means it is a prerananta or causal like by the prana prana here means stands for brahma shwetam shup purusha pratak the rays which is coming out of the sun or some the way in which that that awareness which is projecting is the one which is separate from this the created so how does the created separate out itself from the thing it is just like the sunlight and the sun the sun we know the sun is the source of energy and it's a is a globe or a is a like a star or a planet which we say but this that the sun cannot be known unless it is the rays are seen same way these creations which are being projected is being known because of the the purusha or the prana brahma which in the form of light is the one which is giving them the reality to it now this without knowing this there are different philosophies in the in the system where they say that this creations are happened due to different aspects of it now what we have to see here is that prabhava prasarva bhavanam sadamiti vinishya we have completed vibhuti prasavam tu anye manyande srishti chintaka swapnamaya swarupeti srishti anye vikalpita there are two examples which is two philosophies we are talking about it is the vibhuti of the ishwara or the creators the glory of the creation which is the reason for the creation of the world where they have a separate reality for the created world then they say that like the potter is creating a pot it is the art and the craftiness of the potter which gives the shape and form of the pot same way the vibhuti or the glory of the ishwara is the cause instrumental cause for creating the reality of the world which is being existing in the 
then there is another set of philosophers who is saying Sopnamaya Sorupedi. It is like the, how the dream is being projected in the dream world. This world which is in the waking also, the whole world outside is also a Maya Sorupam. Now, they, there is a difference between the Maya which Advaitin talks about and this Maya, Vatin, Maya which is here he is talking about is a different philosopher. Philosophers who think that like a magician creating the whole, uh, you know, experience of the world, which is appearing to be real, is not the way in which they are talking. They are saying that when the experience of the dream is happening, you cannot refute the dream. Same way, when the waking is happening, you cannot refute the waking. But both waking and dream are creation of Maya of Ishwara. Now here, Ishwara is separate. He has a Shakti called Maya and he is using the power of his Maya to create this uh, world in Srishti Vikalpita. Vikalpita means is in the form of, it is the Kalpana of the Ishwaran or the will of the Ishwara which is creating, he is using his own Maya to create it. This is different from what Advaita is going to come and tell later. Icha matram prabho srishti srishtau vinishchidaha kalas prasudim bhutanam manyande kala chintaka. Icha matram. Now this is, they are using the same word from the Upanishad. So akamayata bhusyam prajayedi. Let me, let, I, let he wished, let me become many. So his wish, Icha, is the reason why he became many because he got bored of himself. And being alone and in the Nirguna Bhava, he could not, he didn't have the enjoyment. So he decided to enjoy himself by creating his own, uh, you know, creation. This is one sort of philosophy which are trying, which is also being refuted by Gaudapada. Kalat Prasudim Bhutanam Manyande Kala Chintaka. Now there are Kala Chintaka means time. There is like those who are talking about the, you know, Time is the cause for all the creation. Time, because of the time only, the, ca the causation is taking place and everything is in time. And as the time goes, F Srishti, Siddhi and Laya is time bound. So therefore, everything is in the control of time. So they call that, you know, the, the destruction also being controlled by the Kala or the destroyer. Then, so I like that. Kala Jindaka. So, Bogartam Srishti Ranye Kedartam Iti Chapare Devasya Esha Subhavoyam Aptakamasya Kaspraha. Now the first line is again another philosophy, which is Bogartam. He wanted to enjoy the multiplicity of the world outside. Therefore, he created, and some of them are saying that he wanted to play, you know, Leela, Ishara Leela. He wanted to play with, you know, for the creation, so he is playing. These are all unfounded and there is no, no pramana or no valid in knowledge with which you can make these, these philosophies are valid and real. Then the last verse which Gaudapada says is that Devasya Yesha Subhava. This is the Swabhava of the Creator. Deva here means the Creator. His Swabhava, 
Sobhava means it is it is natural for him. And the word natural is not the way in which we have to assume it. I'll explain these words to him. After Kamasya Kaspraha, to define, to denote all the previous definitions of the philosophers, he is just putting one word. After Kamasya Kaspraha, the whole thing is in him. So how can he ever be having a desire to have something? The desire comes only when we use, when you don't have something and you want that, then only the desire comes, Kama. And after Kama, after Kama, Atma Kama, Akama, there are three words which are used in the Upanishad. Atma Kama is the one who wants to desire of himself. Akama means one who doesn't have a desire. But after Kama is the one in the Purnatam where the completeness is there. Because everything is in him, so he has no desire because everything is in him. Now the everything, whether it is that real or unreal, we will come to that later. But he has no need for a desire, therefore he has not created anything, is what Gautapada is telling. But then if that is not the case, why am I seeing the experiences of the world? I have a gross world and gross experience. I have a dream world and dream experience. And a state of deep sleep where I knew nothing, including my own existence. I never knew anything. How can this be a reality of creation? So, Gaudabhada says, Devasya Yesha Sobhava. Now, the word Sobhava and Swarupa are identical. Swarupa means his identity or his true nature. Now, when we look at it, our own experience of dream, waking and deep sleep. The movement between one phase to another phase or one aspect to another aspect of waking to dream or dream to deep sleep or within waking itself, going to the subtle world of memories and, you know, daydreaming or, you know, imagination. This is also like a subtle world. Now, these things are happening as a natural process. There is no volition that I need to be in waking now. I need to be now in a subtle world or I need to forget both subtle and gross and I need to take rest now. These type of volitional activity is not there. It is happening by itself. Now, how does these things happen by itself? That is what is called Sobhava. Now, Sobhava, in, in, in a, if you want to know what is Sobhava, the nature of water to remain liquid in its own form is Sobhava. But we are seeing that when temperature drops, it can become a solid. When temperature increases, it can become a vapor. Now, the three states have happened due to conditions which are external to the water. Therefore, the three states are there for water. But the changes happening is, even though triggered by external temperature, the change is happening within itself. Now, in the case of Brahman, 
there is nothing outside of him so there is no external force which is forcing him to make the changes to go to gross subtle or you know into that sleep mode same it is it is his nature to become that now when he becoming nature as he lost his own nature where water when it became ice did the water molecule lose its swabhava no it remained as water molecule only when it became water vapor also did the water molecule will lose its uh, its 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 identity no it is still the water molecule only because for a temporarily becoming appearing to be something else is the nature of even you will find in the swabhava of even in the creation but we do not know that is happening we attribute that to the cause and effect because of our ignorance or our conditions with the mind which we are doing it it is by nature it is happening so when it is the swabhava of the conscious awareness when it is associating through the organs which are looking outward paranchikani it it perceives the world outside as a gross world when it is looking to the subtle of you know projections it is seeing the subtle world of memory or imagination or the dream and when it is not not having the subtle or the gross it is in itself so this movement between the day to the waking to the dream to the deep sleep or the gross to the subtle to the deep sleep is by natural process it is happening and there is nothing which is the reason for it to happen so he want to remove the cause of cause and effect relationship for the creation the creation is happening by itself now why this aspect is important is that we we cannot bring time space and causation for the creation aspect if those things are controlled which is part of the creation it cannot be controlling the creation which is before the before the creation itself so there is a standard format uh, this thing that any effect the cause has to be prior to the effect now time space and causation is an effect in the waking which means creation has already happened then how can we presuppose that there should be a causation before the creation itself that is it's a fallacy because the cause is applicable only after the creation is thing now to put that there should be a cause similar to that before the creation also is extrapolating the conditions of waking to the before creation now if that is the case why did the dream happen what was the cause for the dream to happen so the people who are bent upon giving the causation rule says there is no the causation is because of you know memories and you know the unfulfilled desire are the cause for the dream to come up this is again taking from the gross world applying that to the subtle world now if that is the case why should we the we should have memory of our past gross experiences 
there should not be a cause for it no it memory is when we want it we bring it you know we we get we get the we we get the memory there is no trigger to cause the memory unless it it is if there is a cause and effect which we are connecting it to okay i saw an elephant and i i am now recollecting my memory that this elephant which i saw earlier is what is known as elephant so my memory and then then matching with the present experience you say that but the memory to be made available in our consciousness there is no cause and effect for it it is a natural thing which is there it is available there but the visualization of a elephant we are matching it with our data bank that's all what's happening but why did that such subtle thing happen same is the case in the dream the dream what we see after seeing the dream we are now extrapolating that the dream which i saw is because of the dream or the memory of the waking and mixing up of my unfulfilled desire so all those things are we are trying to get our time cause time space and causation even to to the supreme ishwara for the he should also have time space and causation for creation which is being denied by the word swabhava it is a natural process and these things are happening as a natural thing now if you look at it as a natural thing there is a commentary in the shankara's commentary where he is saying that you know he is say he thinks sadam vidyamanam swena avidyakrita nama roopa maya swarupena sarvanam vishya taijasa pratnya vedanam prabhava asti those who are these three are existing in the due maya due to avidya forms and they are called vishya taijasa and pratnya but if it is if it is creation is existing before also in the form of maya and avidya it is now being experienced then the 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 opposite the question is being asked is that if that is the case the vandya putra or the hair of a hair or the horns of a hair etc are also is is an imagination but that doesn't happen how come so shankara says that it is seen in the, that the snake and the rope is a creation of an ignorance the snake in a rope was never there and when the rope is the only reality what created the snake is the ignorance not maya nor did there was a volition on anybody's part that i should see a snake no there was no cause it it is the swabhava of the knowledge due to delusion or avijna not knowing the reality of the rope we are seeing the snake in it that same is the substratum when it is not known of the world or of the waking gross or in the subtle world we are not knowing the substratum of what it is there and the absence of the substratum we are projecting the grossness and the subtleness of the gross world and this thing similar to the rope being substituted by a snake in a due to ignorance 
the reality which is pre-existing only is the truth. That the reality is the truth on which the unreal is being projected. Now, why it is unreal? In unreal, it is in the sense it is not that, you know, the experiences are not real. It is unreal because they keep changing it. When I am seeing waking, I can't see dream. When I'm seeing dream, I can't see the waking. Both are mutually exclusive. Therefore, both of them are unreal to one another. And both there, since it is unreal to one another, both of them are equally unreal. Because from the point of view of the experiencer, he cannot have both together. Therefore, it is only experiences in when it is being experienced. So therefore, the transitory nature is very clear and therefore transitory being that it is not what is we are experiencing. We are experiencing in place of something because the snake also was transitory. Earlier also it was rope. After also it is rope. In between we saw it as a snake. So the transitory nature of the snake got is the reason why it could vanish. The Karika, one of the Karika later, Gaudapada say that Ado Antaucha Yednati Madhyevi Tattadaha. That which is, you know, not there in the beginning and not there in the end. In the mid, in between, if you are seeing it, that has to be also have the similar nature of what is there in the beginning and what is there in the end. In between, if you are having an experience, that experience is not real. So this is the way in which that all the negation has been done for the all earlier creations and then he says that this is the nature of awareness itself to project because the projection is due to the non-apprehension of the reality of his own nature. If we know our reality of what is the reality of the whole thing, this world will be seen with a knowledge, even though the appearance may remain there. That is the reason why the, the creation should be understood from the form of Devas Eshasya Subhava. Devasya Subhava. Now, before going to the next, which is the seventh mantra or the main mantra. There is a bhashya or a commentary written by Shankara in the in the very detailed manner. I'll read the seventh mantra and then read the sentence by sentence of Shankaracharya's commentary and explain it. The seventh mantra goes like this: Nanda Pratnam, Navehi Pratnam, Nauvayata Pratnam, Na Pratnyanaganam, Na Pratnam, Na Apratnam, Adrishyam, Avyavahadyam, Agrahyam, Alakshanam, Achintyam, Avyavadeshyam, Ekatma Pratyasaram, Prapanchopashamam, Shantam, Shivam, Advaitam, Chaturtam Manyande, Saatma, Savitneyaha. I'll just tell the word meaning of it. Na anda pratnyam. It is not the inner consciousness or the consciousness of the what you felt inside. Na bahi pratnyam. What is not seen outside as the gross 
awareness now uvayada pratyam nor is the is a mixture of this that means were the no lucid dreams etc na avayada pratyam na pratyana ghanam not that solidified knowledge state of deep sleep so when all these things are negated that means there is it is none of the experiences na pratyam na apratyam then if the question can come whether it is it is the awareness in its purity or is it the absence of the awareness so to divide of those both he says it says na pratyam na apratyam neither it is what you call it as awareness nor it is not absence of awareness adrishyam it cannot be seen avyavahadyam that cannot be transacted with agrahyam it cannot be grasped alakshanam there is no identifier no way you can define or no qualities achintyam it can it is not possible to think about it avyavadeshyam it is beyond traceable or that traceable awareness ekatma pratyasaram this is a very important word eka atma means one atma atma pratyam means that awareness of i am is atma pratyam and ekatma pratyam that i am is always one and saram is essence prapanchopashamam this awareness in this when the state of prapanchopashamam when the prapancha is upashamam means prapancha is nullified or becomes settled without the turbulence of the projections shantam it becomes peaceful absolute peaceful shivam in its own purity advaitam where there is nothing other than that that is the fourth one which is told in the second mantra sa atma chatushpad that is the chadurtam manyante is to be considered the way in which sa atma that is the atma sa vitneha that has to be understood <clears throat> this is the word by word meaning of the mantra of the seventh mantra but the word meaning and what is to be understood are totally different to understand that we should first go into a bit of the background of how, how it is to be understood in the second mantra the atma is mentioned as sa atma chatushpad swayam atma chatushpad so the three quarters of jagrat swapna sushupti which is termed as vishwa taijasa and prajna in the microcosm individuals and virat hiranyagarbha ishvara in the cosmic thing now these three plus the fourth one chatushpad is the fourth one is being explained now the normally the what happens is that when we are being told the fourth we have in an idea that fourth is different from the first second and third 
there has to be a dissociation from the first portion, first and second and third, to understand what is the fourth. Now, is the fourth separate from the one, two, and three, the first, second, and third? Or how do I degree I do? How do I know that which is the fourth? When there is no way in which that has been described till now. What is the fourth one? Jagrat Sana, Bahis Praknyaha, Sopna, Pravibhukta book, Taijasa, Praknyanakana, all those things have been told that the three states have been clearly told. But what is the fourth has not been told by the Upanishad till now. So how will I discuss, how will I know the fourth one with the using the three one? Now to know the three one, if Suppose if I have to do, uh, you know, yoga, samadhi or something, can I know that you know, samadhi is also where your sense organs are put to sleep and your association with your body and your awareness can come to the bare minimum. But it is similar to the state of deep sleep, which is without your volition. And here you are bringing to a state of Prajnanakana in the through the Samadhi. Both are still not the fourth one. The fourth one can cannot be known in the same in this in this fashion is what Shankara is being told, telling in this thing. The how does the dissociation or the how can I separate myself from the from the the three and know it? So to know that. We have to, the, the explanation by what Shankara is giving is, is what we'll take one by one by statement. Because the, each statement is in, uh, in its own thing is very, very deep. So I'll read the one by one line and then let us see how I can help to understand that Bhashya. Seventh mantra, right? This one is Chaturta Padaha Krama Prapto Vaktavya Idi Aha Na Anda Pratnya Ityavidanaha Sarva Shabda Pravurti Nimitta Shunyatvasya Shabda Anabideyatum Idi Vishesha Pradishede Neva Turiyam Nirdishyati that means the fourth order in the order is being to be done by understanding that the words have no potency to explain in that is as a word because words are not possible to be explained in the sense that when we hear a word we have a tendency to associate it with a pada and padartha means word and word the meaning of the word now how do we a word and a meaning of the word is being related is from our knowledge of the substance which we know surya is not a word which is known to anyone or not known until this upanishad told us what is that so it is neither the internal world, nor the external world, nor the absence of the internal and external. So this cannot be told by words. 
that is why the word used is shabda anabhideyatvam iti vishesha prasiddhena that the way in which the word cannot explain the meaning vishesha pratishedena turiyam nirdishadi the word turiya is being explained being told that words cannot explain it so the purva pakshin or the opponent is asking shunyam eva tarhi if that is that you cannot explain by the word then it has to be shunyam tadna it is not mitya vikalpitasya nirnimittatvada anuvapatte nahi rajju sarpa purusha mrgatrishnikaadi vikalpaha shuktika rajjustanu rushadi vyatirekena anavasthaspada shakya kalpayitum meaning when it is when it is not when it is that is negated that it is not shunya the realization normally what happens is that the nature of rope when we realize it we know that it is the substratum rope which is the case for the cause for the snake here also we have the experience of jagrat swapna sushupti and the substratum of that is what has to be understood not what when i say a snake you will know what is a snake when i say rope you will know what a rope is but when you are seeing the snake you are not knowing the rope same way when we are experiencing the waking in the jagrat when we are experiencing the dream in the swapna and when we are not experiencing the waking and the dream but we are in a total state of awareness but not knowing where we are in all these stateness there is a substratum on which these appearances are coming that this is to be the one which has to be understood that it is tudia is not a word which is separate from the three states it is this is the done in the same way which which we say that you know uh yetovato nivartande aprapya manasasaha that word statement that that which words cannot express the mind cannot grasp we are left with a statement of blankness in us so this the opposition or the opponent can definitely ask is it shunyatvam because shunyam cannot be explained by words nor can mind grasp what is shunyam so is it shunya that is what it is he is referring that it is not shunya the word negating the shunya is tad tvamasi that you are when that is being told that means it is a positive thing you are being told that you are that man you are not shunya if you are shunya you will not feel you are there but at the same time you have the experience that you are there now if turiya were in fact anything different from atman then the teaching three states and teachings of the scriptures would have become null and void
because they would not have any meaning for it. The Tattumasi also would have become when because it is, if it is Shunya. So therefore, it is not Shunya what the opponent is asking, and it is it is to be understood that the the negation of the words na anda pratnya, na bhi pratnya, na uveda pratnya is not to lead us into a shunyatvam or the absence of awareness. It is negating that aspects which are being told by those very words which are being negated, not it is just like when your snake is removed from the appearance, you see the rope. Same way, when you remove the objects of the grass in the waking, you, you are still there as the one which is observing that Jagrat world. When the, in, when the dream world objects are removed, the world of experience the experience per se is removing the is there and even in the deep sleep when the experience of the deep sleep is scrutinized very clearly the i which is experiencing the experiencelessness of the deep sleep is also very much present there therefore these negative words of na anda pratnyam na bhai pratnyam na uveda pratnyam that the first three words of the Upanishad is not leading us to a shunyatvam, but it is a negative way only that can be driven. It is not snake is the reason why you are able to see the rope. Same way, it is not the gross world, if understood properly, each the one should be able to see that the grossness is a not the one which I should look for, but I should look for something different from the grossness, a different characteristic of the which is there in the dream, the deep sleep, and the waking is what is to be understood. So that being told, then evam tarhi, then again the question comes. Pranadi sarva vikalpa aspada turiyasya sabda vachyatva midi na pradishedai pratyatvam pratyatvam udhagara dhirva udhagara dhirva gadadehe. Now, so again, that question is coming that pranadi sarva vikalpa aspada turiyam. So all the prana and the other vikaras which are there in the body, which are being experienced by the individual, turiyasya shabdavachakam, ah no, is, is, it the, is it indicated by the word turiya, is the question which is the ask, being asked by the opponent. Napradishede pratyatya anumudavatakam udakaradiva gadadehe na pranadi vikalpasya Vastu twat icha ichu shakti ichu shakti gadishu eva rajata dehe nahi sada sato sambandaha sabda pravarti nimartagatwad. Now, sorry for reading the Sanskrit words in, in, in detail because the meaning are very, very complicated. 
so worth the what he is saying that the cessation of the idea of the rope or the snake and not the rope the real nature of the rope has been revealed same way pranadi which is being told or in the case of a jar were the name and form of the jar has been removed we know the the name and jar name and form of the pot is superimposition on the mud same which it, it enabled us to remove the superimposition of the polities on the substratum now there are ways in which words function which is by relationship the words have the potency to know inform uh, the create the knowledge by fivefold but major many ways but fivefold are the major things which vary one is the called sambandha means relationship when we say it is related to something like for example <coughs> dasharathasya putra mean the son of dasharatha the relationship between dasharatha and the son is the reason why we know the person is rama and then there is something something called the guna guni vaga like the the whiteness of a flower there the whiteness is the reason or the reason with which we know the white flower when it is being told we know that the whiteness is a quality because of which the uh the flower is known then there is the third one which is the kriya kriya means action now we we say he is a cook the cooking aspect really is the reason why he gets a name cook so the moment we hear the word cook we know that it is related to the activity so we have the relationship we have the quality we have the kriya and then then there are two more aspects which is uh, which is related to the one is the uh, one then the other two are ah vikriyat nadu gunatvam neelatvat nirgunatvat atoho namadana nirdeshati kriyavatvam vachaka ditvat and then ah nirubadigatva upadi in is it is the upadi because of we know that the occupation of water in a jar that is the relationship between the jar jar and the thing because of the substratum and the substrate in that case now this and then samanya vishesha is the another aspect of it the purpose of the the humanity when we say we are able to understand the whole human nature that every we are referring to a nature of the humanness or animal world or like that jati so these are the four methods in which normally the words can create knowledge in the mind of the people now the word turiya doesn't have any one of the five qualities which has been mentioned turiya doesn't show the sambandha or the relationship with anything else nor is it showing the quality on any object what is the quality of the object nor does it show any kriya or the action done by the turiya word 
nor does it have that vaji sambandha there, there is no relationship in which it can say that nor does it is referring to a jati because there is not no jati known in the world the world as the turiya so with all these things are we are now coming to a state where the word turiya has to be understood totally different way in which the upanishad is wanting us to know because standard word usages are all for particular giving now when we know want to know this aspect of the turiya we cannot why i am saying this is these details is because in the beginning itself i have told that we have to keep aside all the preconditions and what mental conditions which we have if you want to know what this turiya is meaning by the upanishad if we if we relate it to any of our preconditioned knowledge in the bhashya he has taken the five examples but in the practical sense today we are saying that we we immediately will go into the science science examples which we have studied that you know the molecules or atoms or etc or the quantum physics or even our common examples which we are seeing in the world the imagination with which we can project you know it is like something which we can we are like you know the the poetic way in which it, this has been given in so many stotras and uh, mantras so all these tendencies are there by which the word is then likely to take you away from the reality if you are taken away from the reality the meaning what the upanishad want you to understand will never be known to you therefore what it is that so the what shankara says is that sarvopanishadam tatartatvena apeshate all the upanishads are talking to about this thing in different ways which we should understand like he is giving the example tattvamasi ayamatma brahma tat satyam ta atma yatsaakshad aparokshad brahmam sahabhakya abhyantarochah atme vedam sarvam these are the different upanishads were the turiya atma brahma all being the same is been explained to the upanishad works these are the words which are indicating and you should we will be able to understand the meaning of that i am atma brahma is the paramartha paramartha rupa she or the knowledge of that can happen only if we do not relate any of these our known knowledge for the word turiya now it is further he is bringing now this is one aspect of where he has told about the word turiya now in the next part of the commentary he is bringing the the how these upanishadic mantras should be understood and how that will help us to have the immediate knowledge what the upanishad is telling that is a subject by itself where the ananda pratnyam etc has been referred in his kambashya which we will take it up in the next class so here what we have to understand is that the word turiya don't relate it to anything which you have till now kept it in your mind as a 
knowledge of what the word Turiya means. The word Turiya has got a meaning of its own, which will be known once we complete this mantra and its explanations, which we will continue in the next class. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hariyom Sri Gurubhyo Namaha Hariyom Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bindoji. Especially the seventh mantra of this Upanishad is is really challenging. It's very, very difficult to digest and understand. Uh, You really helped us to uh, have a little idea of what exactly what it is conveying. Probably in upcoming sessions, we'll be able to understand it in totality because uh, the very the seventh mantra when he tells nantha pradyam na bahi pradyam na ubayato pradyam na pradyanaganam na pradyam na pradyam adrasham avyavaram the way it t- takes us to the the concept of turiya is really wonderful it was very nice session uh, thank you thank you very much thanks thank you jari Namaskar Bindaji. We really enjoyed Namaste, uh, this session. And, uh, uh, one more, re- uh, I have a request uh, if you could elaborate a little bit on time, space, and causation, especially the causation. Time, space uh, can be understood easily if we have time. See, time, and cause, time space, and causation, which we know as it is is a concept of our waking. The time, as if you enquire into the time and the space, both can be seen that the idea with which we are referring to the time and space is not a permanent one. It changes according to the conditions under which it is being referred to. Because the time itself is not fixed. We have created a fixed norm because of the solar movement and, you know, the Earth's rotation. We have made 24 hours, month, year, etc. And based on which we have even related the, the speed of light to measure even the, you know, the distances. And there's distances in the multiple direction is what is space. So you will find that the space and time are related or interrelated. Now, what about causation? Causation, the standard rule which we have in our waking is that causation is prior to any effect. Unless we see an effect, we normally do not Enquire about the causation, cause of it. The cause itself is present in the effect as per the 
experience we have. It is effect is present in different ways. It can be either it has been transformed or there are type of six type of vikaras which can happen. There are type type of transformations the cause can go through. But the cause in some way or the other will be present in the effect. That is why we say the cause and effect. But the cause is always prior to the effect. From the effect, we can uh, estimate what can be a cause, but never we can say that cause will give the right effect all the time. Because there are conditions which can change, which is not in our control. So the same cause cannot give the same effect all the time. So it, it depends upon the conditions. But if you can bring the conditions to the maximum possible, you may get a result which is more or less matching. But in this philosophical world, unlike the material world, the philosophical world, the cause and effect are not separate. The cause itself, when understood in a different aspect, is called the effect in the philosophical sense. For example, the cause for the snake to be seen as a snake is supposed to be the rope. Unless there is that rope on a plain floor, you cannot see a snake. The ignorance of the rope comes only after the rope comes. The rope came, the ignorance of the rope both put together is the what we have got the snake as an effect. So in the philosophical sense, when we are explaining it that the ignorance part is the direct cause and the material cause is the rope. So the cause is now has got two aspects, material cause and direct cause or the instrumental cause. Same way, does the world get have a material cause and an instrumental cause? If that is the case, then there has to be more multiple things like the materials for the creation should be multiple. The instrument which is creating has to be also varying according to the type of effect we are seeing. This is where the Sankhya philosophy has gone that they said that Prakriti is in multiple uh, Prakriti when acted upon by Purusha, Purusha is in multiple nature, that is the instrumental cause. And in the Prakriti when it is acting, that is why the Jivas are many. Jivas means any creation for that matter. So these type of philosophical things are used by cause and effect for explanations. Advaita doesn't have the cause and effect because there is no effect, there is no cause other than that. The appearance is not an effect. It is a inherent svabhava of the Ishwara. Ishwara doesn't have ignorance. Then where did the effect come from? That when, if it is really happened, then there must be a real ignorance. But if it is not really happening, it's only an appearance then even the ignorance is not real because the effect is not real. The cause is not real. So the, this is where we have to understand these aspects 
in the light of the upanishad much more deeper when we go into the details how this has this has to be understood in the godapadas karikas it's coming in the veda pagaranam to give in much more detail but in a nutshell i can say that the the reality which we are giving to our experiences and the world is actually the reason why we are feeling that the world is real and the reality of the world is not of the what is appearing to us real but due to the substratum suppose a cinema theater is being projected on a screen we are seeing the movie which is going on with not knowing the screen on the background assuming that there is a hole in the screen <coughs> when the movie is going on or if you are watching on a, in your tv there is a fly or a or insects come and sense sits on the screen the whole attention is will be out of focus for us we will be concentrating more on the hole or on the insect which is sitting on the screen that is the time we will have that difference between the the image which is projecting which will which otherwise we'll forget the substratum now becomes prominent because the substratum has got something in it to differentiate from this projection therefore our attention will be on the spot where the distraction is coming and we always remember about the substratum even when seeing the movie or the picture but that sort of a situation doesn't arise in the case of awareness because there is no spot or a you know a, a separation which can be seen in awareness awareness being advaitam paramartha pure there cannot have this type of separations in your experiences that is why we are unable to see the substratum of the awareness in which the realities are appearing thank you so much yeah binu ji i just want to reconfirm that ignorance and maya are two different things right yes binu ji can you hear me thanks yes okay ah uh, so this is a great opening uh, binu ji i think this i was waiting for a long time for this so i i want to dissect the the devasya ishasya swabhava a bit further um this means uh vaishwanara experiencing vishwa um tejas experiencing hiranyagarbha or pragna experiencing ishvara all of it is devasvabhava is this interpretation correct yes okay great now if chatushpath this uh, way i now conclude in this case is while we went after the neti neti to recognize turiya this is the iti iti uh, this is the iti part recognize all this is devasya swabhava is this also correct no okay please can you explain okay the iti iti will happen only if you still consider separation separate from the ishara the all these things are real then iti has a reality when the iti and the ishara are not different then what will you call the iti as that is why eshasya swabhava it is the nature of the fire to have sparks now the sparks are not different from the 
fire. So will you say that it it is to the spark or with is that is also fire? Yeah, great one. Uh, this means there is no it possible at all. It is not right. there. It is only appearance. The it right. is mm -hmm. only when you have the jagrat or sapna or that these the Vishwata is just a pratnya experiences without the turiya, then it is there for them. But the vitapra, there is no difference between them. Then where is the iti coming from? Sure. Uh, what is the definition of iti for uh, general? This. This. It, yeah, it means this. This, yeah, uh, then... this means not, not I. Anything other than I is this. So what is wrong in saying this also is that kind of a thing, right? This also means this is appear to be you are taking that as a reality separate from it. The separation is what is you are to be removed. This is, see, that is why in the Nisargat Maharaj statement, I am that, or Tadutomasi in that statement of Upanishads also, the Tat and Tom are not Two. That is why the word asi, when the word is used in between, will the tat separate and asi will remain separate? I remain separate, that remains separate, and I become that. Am I different or that is different from me? No. That is the unification which is happening. That unification can happen only in the knowledge. In knowledge, but not in experience. Not in the experience in the sense in our transactional experience, it's not possible. You cannot see the trans when you are having the experience of the transactional world, you will see the world as what world is. But the moment you know the reality that it is the same water which is in the form of ice, in the form of liquid, in the form of in the vapor, both are ice, then water will be known, but ice will remain as ice, water will remain as water, the vapor will remain as vapor. The knowledge of the unification of their, their reality is what is talking about, not the physical experiences of the ice and the water and the vapor. Sure, just one follow-up, uh, we just want to clarify further. Mano Brahmeti Upasita, there is a, this in the Brahma Sutra, you know, maybe mm. someplace. Uh, why it is so, uh, it is just, uh, uh, what, what is the reason um, this has been told. If uh, Devasa Sobhava is itself mm. everything, mm. Uh, why, why it is so told like that? Okay. Vitnyanamaya, Manomaya are the words used as a, you know, indicative words for Brahma. Now, Vitnyanamaya, Manomaya, are they two separate? No. Because the Vijnana, it's when it is in the 100% purity, Maya Pratya, that Maya word in the end is a, in the Sanskrit uh, suffix which is called 100% purity. Maya Pratya, we call it as. So when the Maya is used, there is no other speck other than that in it. So Vijnana Maya itself is a Manomaya. That is when the mind becomes 100% awareness without any object subject or the triputi where the three things are not there the mind becomes pure mind 
Prapanchopashamam is the word used here in this uh, Upanishad. That is that when Eki Bhutaha, you know, in the Karika we heard, no, in the Sarveshwara Sarvatnyaha, Eki Bhutaha, Pratnyanathana, all those things are showing that that is the time when the mind and the awareness is one. In the, in the one who has known the truth. So when that is known, there the upasida is not the upasana what we think in the technical term or the normal Sanskrit term called upasida means upasana. No, there the upasida means to know. Because the word upasida has got both upasana means concentrate or when your concentration is 100% knowledge, then it is knowing. For example, in that uh, famous, uh, you know, Ananta Tavyam Tat Upasitavyam. That is the word Upasitavyam. What is the neck crux of the whole Vedas? That should be Upasitavyam. That should be known. Yada, Hamsa, Shirambu, Mishram. Just like the Hamsa segregating between the water and the milk solid. So that Upasitavya, the word Upasitavya means not Mana Upasitavya means mind should be not meditate upon the mind. Know the awareness when the mind is 100% awareness without the subject, object and experiencing. That is what the Mano gave Upasitavya. Yeah. So I'll conclude just a purified mind, you know, devoid of conditions. Yes. Okay. Got it, Pandit. Thank you. Hari Om Hari Om. So, Binduji, this Tevasya Rupa, like, so I know you've explained it, but somehow, so does this mean that it's all godliness? Because I'm, this Deva probably I have some... Uh, input about that word so uh, so what does that mean deva mean is it deva like, means surya deva here deva stands for turiya or brahma okay 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 so that experience is all that is there the clean mind pure mind experience is the Final, like you know, that's the nature. No, 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 no. I think a bit different, right? Yeah, just the, the, mind, to... the mind also not will not be there. Yeah, yeah, the unconditioned uh, mind or it, the it is, or... It's a pure being. Pure being, yeah. Okay. So, a simple okay. question is that yeah. when we are in the pure being, without any thoughts, at least for some time, let's say, pure awareness, it, is it that state or is it again, you know, some gunas associated because we are in waking state and all? Can we recognize that itself as, rather at any point of time, it is actually that only, including now also, including when there is a mind, including whatever is thought about and all. It is just that it is muddled with the other concepts, other thoughts and all that in waking state particularly. But let's say that we are in beingness, then maybe that is a, you know, that is like, you know, that actually, right? 
meaning that that is the state of surya actually if one can uh, let go of any kind of identification so it's not even saying that you are identifying with surya you are letting go of any kind of identification uh, is my interpretation correct indoji i'll give you a crude example vinod you have got a lottery ticket in your hand and morning when you open the thing and you are looking for the result of the lottery ticket and you found that your number has struck the jackpot there is a knowledge which immediately engulfing you that you have become a millionaire physically at that very moment nothing of you has ever really changed to depict or to show that you have become a millionaire except you may be you know having that wonderstruck moment of looking at your face or anything but there is no physical ways in which it can be differentiated that you knew that you have become a millionaire it is a very crude example knowing doesn't change anything in the individual subsequently when the money comes you may buy a new car or an add on things like that but that is all physical and external knowing and you becoming a millionaire of being a becoming you become a millionaire those two are not different when it happened the moment it happened here is a knowledge which gives you that state of being that all that which is there as experienced till now as other than myself is in the substratum of awareness where i think i am also a part of that that tauturiya doesn't give opportunity for the one who knows the tauturiya to be separate out of the tauturiya the fourth doesn't mean that the fourth is separate from the 1 2 and 3 the fourth is being told as the fourth because it is the fourth because of which the one is happening the second is happening the third is happening but without the one the second can happen without the second the one and three can happen without the three the second and one can happen like all combinations are possible but without the fourth none of the three can happen the three is inclusive of the fourth the three is always having the fourth in it whether it is in one two or three doesn't matter so when the one two and three knows that the fourth is my reality in one reality in two reality in three physically nothing changes but from the knowledge point of view there is a shift with which you see the same 1 2 and 3 experiences that is what one should understand from this mantra bindu ji what what does it take to imagine or contemplate uh, uh, a causeless cause it is not within the realm of imagination this is why the initial aspect of that word sound has been used by shankara to bring to our attention that anything which you can imagine with the sound cannot describe what is this surya the sound will normally lead you to one of the five states of it that is why yatovacho nivartante that were the words return without 
explaining is being told that it is not any way related with the word but we have to convey it through word there is no other way it can be conveyed but it is like as the day i said no when the moon is being showed by to the child by the father by indicating this is the moon look at that moon this if the if the child keeps looking at the father's finger his attention will not fall on the moon it will be only on the finger he will miss the moon same way the word is the one which is indicating the that awareness but the word can take you away if you get into imagination or projection of your known information it is the basis for all information but at the same time it is not known through the any of the information we have gathered till now it is that in which all the information is residing so you can't imagine that substratum where all information is residing at the same time those informations cannot describe it this is where you the wise man either just remains silent or writes a bhajan or dances writes a poem because this is where bhakti comes in because it's so the this is it's the beauty of it and that's the divine splendor in not knowing and that's that's a wonderful thing if it if it confuses and traps that one into having to know then uh it's it's all lost the meaning is all lost on that maybe one day there will be some way but for now it's enough if you listen to shankara it is here and now shravana samakale eva the moment you hear it the moment you knew that you are won a lottery did it become any any second delay to become a millionaire no when you are told what is your truth do you think you need to do any jugglery or any uh, hardships to know it further that is the beauty of knowledge knowledge only can instantly work in remo- removing all miseries any other activity cannot remove miseries like knowledge can i say something yes please it's just a commentary uh, commentary on what patrick said uh, see uh, divine and divine experience become devasya swabhava it reconciles actually just to just a observation just to add upon what bindodi uh, has said beautifully Uh, i think uh, if i am not mistaken uh, shankaracharya adi shankaracharya has said this uh, while language cannot operate in defining turiya is that uh, uh, basically uh, anything uh, which can be described through language is either falling into five categories one is the jati other it has some guna or it has some kriya or sambandha or rudi but uh, this does not apply to the one and only unchanging reality which has no reality apart from it so i think we are able to operate to describe to riya 
Aparna Sarkar has mentioned in that knowledge is useless unless applied. That is a knowledge of in the transactional world, physical world, that knowledge is information. Don't call it as knowledge. Information is useless unless applied, I will accept, but not knowledge. Yeah, true. For uh, knowledge more about experience rather than in explaining things to one another in conventional sense. So, so Bindo, the, the other implication really then is, you know, with respect to cause and effect is with, with karma, it, how does that explain karma? If there is no, if there is no effect, then there's, then there's really, it's, I mean, other than just saying it's just, it's an appearance and it's a happening, there's, there are rules or dynamics maybe inside of the idea of space time but but what do you say about cause and effect relating to karma the sunlight the moon the stars the earth everything what you are experiencing is only in the waking the karma what you are defining is also a notion in that waking world the karma the name the form uh, the after effect, the cause and the effect, everything. Where did it go when you were in your deep sleep? These are, you should understand it. We are not talking about one phase of our experience. We are talking about the totality of, the totality of all the three experiences and beyond. Not only from our point of view, from the experience of the absolute point of view. So in the absolute point of view, there is no time, no space, no causation, no karma, no sun, no moon, no you, no me. It's only one. I think uh, karma has only a role to play uh, when the world of Maya exists. Uh, but when we say Maya, Maya is not that uh, it, everything is an illusion and hence I can play through my rules. You have to follow the rules of Maya. But uh, when somebody attains enlightenment and the, uh, when they understand the absolute reality i think they free themselves from the maya itself and hence karma will also lose its relevance because there is no doer and there is nothing to be done by one another everything is one and unchanging reality but the, the fun part about it though bindo is is that um, space-time isn't even in space-time, and therefore the notion of cause and effect is just that. The notion of karma is just just a notion. You can't, I don't know that it's, it's appropriate to say that ultimately, ultimately this or ultimately that. All there is is that ultimately. The notion that this is waking or that we, the statement that this is you know, waking is notional. It's just an aspect of that. And therefore, <laughs> there is no cause to it. Not really, not really. It, we can call it the phenomenal world, but it's not really that. It's just that. That's how I would imagine it's, you know, to be understood. And one can only laugh about it because it's so paradoxical. It's true, right, Bindo? This is just, it's all a, a messy paradox that you can barely un, unwind, I think. Bindo, is this, <laughs> is this madness or is this semi-correct? 
if there is something, it can, you can call it as madness. When there is nothing, what you call that? You only you are the neither the madness nor the madman nor the madness or any 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 description is impossible in that state. It is just being, be it. That's all. I think the individuality is not the subject of this Upanishad at all. It is completely out of scope if it is brought in for analysis. Absolutely. That's why we go out of scope, out of subject all the time in this Upanishad discussion for very reason, you know, it has to be taken out completely and to understand the Upanishad. So if you are getting into causality, time and space, everything is the individual bound, individual experience. There is no jiva in this Upanishad. Jiva is never described. I think that is surfacing so much and, you know, sort of bringing into the discussion. I think we should take it out. Hence, there is a good discussion possible. Uh, stick to the subject. There is exploration possible. Thank you. Yeah, I was when when Bindu was reading it, um, I thought of you, Venkat, because you had, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, brought up this notion of individuality, and that while all of this can be confused with individualness, or that there is an individual, there's definitely individuality. There's the characteristics of individuality, but there's no individual, and that's what one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven are, are speaking of is, is that that individuality is, is a, an experience in this totality. It's just not representative of, of that truth. Even one, two, three, four, five, what you said, waking state, the waker and waking experience, dreamer, dreaming experience, deep sleep and related experience all this is deva sobhava it is not it's totally discounted out as a jiva sobhava you see this it killed it it killed yeah. right there so yeah, jiva sobhava yeah. it is taken out that means you know once this is you know understood because they devasya you know, HSS Obaba is the first verse before we went into Turiya, Na Anta Pragna, Na Bahir Pragna. I think they're established in, you know, it is helping establish in the true nature. I think that's the sequence it is going. This is how I got it from Bindoji's explanation. If we bring again causation, everything, we are moving away from the center. I think it's a beautiful place. It is taking us to the center. And why deviate? That is my observation. Bindoji, I have a question. Uh, what do you understand by uh, when a person attains moksha, what changes? Depends upon what is the definition of moksha. Jnana devatu kaivalyam, if that is what the moksha is talking about, then it is the knowledge itself. He becomes the knowledge. But if moksha is considered by the the other philosophers like Dvaita, Vishishta, Dvaita, etc., then this is, you know, there are different types of moksha in what they define it. Here in Advaita, Jnana Tevutu Kaivalyam. 
ज्ञान सेवका वाले ऐसे मोक्षण सो एज पर माई अंडरस्टैंडिंग आई मे बी रॉन्ग बट थ्रू अद्वैत वेदांत फिलोसफी आई थिंक दैट इफ ए पर्सन विल अटेन मोक्षा एंड थ्रू ज्ञान एंड एंड अल्टीमेटली एक्सपीरियंस द वननेस विथ एवरीथिंग नथिंग विल चेंज इन द वर्ल्ड दैट वी लिव इन द वर्ल्ड विल नॉट डिसअपियर ही विल नॉट डिसअपियर द थिंग्स विल बी दैट ओनली द परस्पेक्टिव विल चेंज ही विल गो थ्रू द सेम चोर्स ऑफ द लाइफ दैट वी आर लिविंग Uh, he will also experience pain the only thing is that uh, he will just experience that my body and mind is going through the pain and i am a witness to that and uh, uh, he will realize that uh, the pain and suffering is only limited to the body and mind and hence he gets liberated from pain pleasure suffering everything see even the astronaut who has gone to the moon or the outer space knows very well the space doesn't have any color but when he comes back to the earth and he is transacting or when he is discussing with his child or anybody he will he will definitely say look at the blue sky that is an experience knowing very well that the space doesn't have a color the blueness is a phenomenon or an effect so that transaction of the sky with blueness with the knowledge that there is really no color this is only a phenomena of the surface of the earth due to conditions which are favorable for the blueness so knowing is one thing transaction is another thing the transaction with the knowledge he is no more deluded otherwise a deluded person will think the sky is always blue thank you thank you for explaining it bindo that was wonderful uh, thank you Thank you thank you, you for giving this interesting topic